Hello and welcome to the Stack Magazine's podcast. My name is Stephen Watson, I'm the founder of Stack, and this week I'm speaking to Nisha O'Keefe, editor-in-chief of Hot Potato, the newspaper magazine hybrid that uses fashion photography to engage younger readers on big, serious subjects like Brexit and Donald Trump. Hot Potato is built on a very simple structure with a different subject presented on each spread and that combined with a very simple beginner's guide level to the writing could mean that the whole project could get a little bit dull. But there's also a real anarchic spirit to it that helps to keep things interesting and for example there's a strange approach to graphic design that treats almost every spread as a front cover and a commissioning process that deliberately keeps the words and photography separate to introduce a sort of serendipity between the two. As you'll hear, Nisha is already well on the way to producing the second issue, which will see some fundamental changes to what she's done so far. And I love that enthusiasm and willingness to keep on experimenting and changing things up. I was really pleased to catch up with her while she was in London, so I hope you'll enjoy this conversation with Nisha O'Keefe from Hot Potato. Uh, all right, so Nisha, thank you very much for coming over to Somerset House. Thank you very much for having me here. <laughs> so you have made this thing Hot Potato, which is sort of magazine, sort of newspaper, sort of something else. Tell us, like, at heart, what is this thing you've made? Well, I call it an alternative newspaper, mainly because somebody kind of described it that way one time, a good friend of mine. And it's... I guess it follows the format of a regular newspaper, only the like photojournalism and regular journalism is replaced with creatives and you know more creative journalists' interpretations of the same topics. So it's also emerged, I guess, of like a fashion magazine as well. I'm kind of doing a couple of things that would be you know just on tangent with a fashion magazine, only they have a a greater meaning, I think, to them. Oh, okay. So let, let's get into that then. So what is this greater meaning that we've got in there? Well, I just think the the fashion industry is a very powerful industry and holds a lot of influence over everybody. So, yeah, I just give them... I basically give creative people a topic that's like Donald Trump or something like that. And I ask them, you know, look back at a couple of newspapers and respond to it in your own way. And therefore, they kind of have to research themselves and learn about what's going on and and so they they kind of in a way they're learning themselves and then they're the images placed in like a fashion context and then the fashion enthusiast picks it up and then they're like oh it's oh cool Donald Trump actually and like Vivian Westwood in the same image you know and so the so the the structure of the magazine is uh, a series of topics and for each topic, you have like two pages. You have uh, a photographic treatment on, say, Donald Trump or Brexit or France. Yeah. And then you also have an accompanying piece of text which explains something about that subject. Yeah, so the, the journalist, I find, well, they will never meet each other, the creative person and the journalist, or the, maybe they will, but I don't intend them to. And I just give them the same, I just say France to them. And then I'm like, also, you know, the, the brief is obviously that we're trying to like engage a certain demographic in this. So like not to overcomplicate your language, maybe just explain things from a very simplistic point of view. Like 
that you know the the girl, for instance, who wrote about Donald Trump. Like we, she, their their political system is totally different. The language that they use is different to what we know here in Europe. So I said to her, even if it sounds really easy and simple for you, just just put in brackets afterwards, like what you're what you're talking about. Like so, so I think, like for example, you have like Capitol Hill and uh, yeah, and a little like explainer afterwards of like this is what Capitol Hill is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then she actually, I barely edited. It. I I did the whole thing myself because I just I didn't even know what I was doing to be honest. But. Um, <laughs> She, yeah, she wrote like, I was like, just def define it afterwards. And then she wrote DEF and then defined each of these uh, terms. And I just left it like that. And then uh, people were like, were you supposed to do that? And I was like, yeah, because <laughs> it's just, you know, because we actually, there's a lot of people in the creative industry that don't know anything about American politics or even just the language that they use and stuff like that. So, so yeah. So it seems like the, it seems quite important to you. So you say like the, the, the photographer and the writer will never meet. I guess that on one level, that's a practical consideration, like you're not going to be flying people around the place so that they can sit together and have a good chat about it. But no. the, I mean, normally, so well, I say normally, in the way that you would normally do it when you would put together a, a magazine piece, you would begin with, okay, here's the story, and this is the brief to the photographer and the brief to the writer, and you might try to tie the whole thing up a little bit more, but it seems that you're more interested in giving the same one-word brief yeah. and then the different directions that those two people take. Yeah, I just think it's far more interesting and, and like just in terms of getting, you know, in, if you if you say to yourself like like I did at the beginning like when I first came up with the idea of hot potato like how can I get people or how can people who are just not well versed in politics to engage in it and it can be anything so you just kind of have they don't I don't believe that people need to know everything uh, especially young people we're so, under so much pressure at the moment like to just be in the know and I don't think you do so it doesn't matter if the gun control topic doesn't cover everything about gun control if you know I told her just make it simple write about what you know so you so you want to make something with meaning but you're also making something with a real playfulness to it as well yeah correctness. so the the I, I'm really interested in this mixing of the magazine and the newspaper format you you've done stuff here where it's like there's a masthead on every single page. So, so normally with a newspaper or a magazine, you get the, the magazine's big logo, the masthead yeah. on the front page. So I can see from here, this is called Hot Potato, and that's job done. Yeah. But actually, you keep on doing that through the whole magazine. It's like every time you turn the page, you've got the masthead there again. It's like Hot Potato. So like it's like you've got a whole magazine of covers. Yeah, because it also comes from the fact that I've been in fashion for so long. Well, so long, I'm not like old. But, um, and I think it's, really, it's, it's a really kind of difficult place to make a name for yourself. And... I don't think it matters deep down. I think that there's a lot of people out there who are just not interested in social media, but they're doing amazing work. They don't have a billion followers, you know. And I just thought it would be nice to give everybody a chance to be on the cover because they are essentially all as important as each other, you know. So the, I think that this image, obviously, I, like that's one of my best friends who shot it, but we were like this image of Trump definitely set the visual tone for Hot Potato and all of them to come. But yeah, I think just having the, just if you pull out hot potato each page, you could just put it in the front and it could be the cover. And so everybody who contributed is just 
equal. Everyone's a cover star. Yeah. And also, I mean, the, I think that, you know, the reality of the way that people come across print magazines these days, I mean, the, like, the chances are you're going to see it online before you see it in the flesh. And yeah. so, for example, when I saw this online, it sort of makes it look like the magazine's been around for ages. It looks like you've got loads of covers. There, <laughs> no, there. I know, yeah. <laughs> I think that was the whole point. Just to, I was reluctant to, to um, have any sort of online platform for Hot Potato because it's not something I'm good at myself. But I like the idea of it being online because you, that's obviously where we, we need to go with this because they're the sort of people that we want involved. But to always include the newspaper as like a physical thing in most of the pictures as well. Not like you do, you do go online and you see other magazines and they have like, they upload imagery that's really well edited and it's like, they're just the blank, the images. And it, you don't know whether it's a, ma you're like, is that actually a magazine in real life? And you don't know. And I just think it's so important. I like, I'm obsessed with the, like the feeling of print and the look I like, if I see a really well laid out publication, I just almost want to like eat it or something. <laughs> and I just think just to have it like physically there. So that's why I got, I got people to do the campaign as well. And the next one will probably be a bit bigger, but like to get people to really just like use the paper itself as like a prop and like that it's just a circular thing, you know. And so you printed with Newspaper Club, which yeah. is the so so many people who I speak to on this podcast start with Newspaper Club. It feels like this sort of needs to stay as a newspaper. The, or are you thinking that this is the the, the starting point and then it's going to become something else? Well, I I like the next the future of Hot Potato is just in the next issue for me because, like I said, I don't have a, it was never really a plan like, and things change all the time, but. The, um, I have been asked by a number of kind of like bigger museums to to print it in as a magazine, right. and that like I kind of don't want to. I would rather have never made it there. You know, like I saw Hot Potato as being this like newspaper that you'd see in stands in Paris, and and people are running past and they just grab it and like throw a coin over their shoulder and go to a coffee shop and like you know. It's a film, so they don't even need to pay. <laughs> but like, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I would. It would be a shame. I, I, I just like you know folding it and things like. But the, when it, in shops now, it's funny they have it like really flat, and they're like, "Is it a magazine or is it a newspaper? What do we do? Can we fold it? Can we like when we're posting it? Can we fold it different ways?" And I think so. It's a newspaper. Like it's, it's big. Like the, you, yeah. you can't. I mean, like it's a practical consideration that it's difficult to keep that thing in a shop or send it to the post without, say, folding it or rolling it or yeah. doing something. Yeah, I think for the next issue, um, we're we're working on it with a new graphic designer, and I think I'm going to incorporate the fold. There's another newspaper which I really like, Good Trouble, that that kind of used the fold as part of the the design because mm. you know it's important, and that's definitely something I learned from the like yeah. the last issue, but. Yeah, you can, or even not, you do see it often normal newspapers, which I have always referenced more so than fashion or any magazines. And there is like a really, a really important headline and like a really striking image on the front and it's just folded mm. and that's it. You can't, it doesn't make a difference to me. It's, mm. like, it's cool. And so in terms of the stuff that's in there, it feels like, I mean, with the first issue, you always have the whole world to choose from because the, this is your first time you've done it. So this time you've got Trump and Brexit and gun control you've mentioned. 
zip like I can see they're like you know, so they're, they're they're like the big weighty ones yeah so so Ireland and that obviously is like very current at the moment the, yeah. you know with like hence Brexit France maybe a little more kind of tangential I, I'm, I guess I realize now like you lived in Paris for a while so that's a how, how do you go about choosing the, the subjects for this and then how does that affect the next one Will you go back to Brexit and do it again because it's all oh, yeah. changed? Well, Brexplained is a topic that my friend Stephen is covering. He's a, he's a Brexit addict, <laughs> and he's he's really funny as well. So he's going to do that. I think that's just going to run right. the next time with him. But um, like for for this issue, what I did was actually I took a new uh, you know the week. Mm-hmm. I looked at that, and I also looked at another newspaper in Ireland. I think. And I just took them and, and I s- pinned them up on the wall behind me, all of the headings, all of the new topics. And I kind of just merged some of them together. And I was like, this could kind of work. But for the next issue, like now that it's been, it's launched online and it's definitely um, reached a lot farther. So it, there are people in various parts of the world wanting to get involved, like, you know, really. So I... I have less control over that because I don't actually know what's going on in Sri Lanka. So that's super interesting as well. And that, that's the joy of it as well. So now this thing just starts to gain a life of its own. It's going in its own, totally going in its own direction now. And I'm, I'm going with it because it's changing. And the, what I said out at the beginning, you know, I said, like, it has to be one image. And OK, this, the, the brief for myself was that there was going to be one image and one page of text and it was going to follow suit throughout and that the middle st- spread would be the main story that was the Ireland one and then the last sports section would also be a mishmash but now like there's really there's so many it's, I don't even know how big it's going to be the next one I'm just going with it but it's it's going to be a lot different like um it might just change you have new graphic designers as well so maybe it's going to be totally different like we have a new totally new totally new um uh, logo and everything now Oh really? Right. Okay. Yeah. And so, is the idea then that, like with this one, the the logo, the masthead, will run through the whole magazine again? No. Right. Just like I want, like like I said about having everybody giving everybody a chance to be on the cover. I also want to give graphic designers the chance to reinvent the hot potato and just you know it doesn't have to stay the same and just kind of I hope that it runs in tangent with the way like our generation is changing and developing all the time as well. So you said that um, before you like the way that um, everyone gets their own cover. And that also, I think, helps to make sure that in this issue, all the stories have the same prominence. I mean, you've got the order of like, so um, I think, is it Brexit or Trump that comes first? Um, it's Trump. Okay. No, it's Brexit. It's Brexit. Okay. Yeah. So, so, the, so, but Brexit and Trump are like the first two. And there's a feeling of like, okay, they're more important but then after that I think that everything's kind of on a parity but so now you take away the masthead from every page I wonder whether that starts to impose a bit more of like well like a more regular hierarchy on the you know when you read a magazine you can see this is the really important bit these are the smaller bits well it's interesting it's it's going to be interesting now because it's we're living in Europe and Brexit is on the headlines every day. But like, for instance, I have a girl like who I've basically fallen in love with this, you know, really cool girl in, in um, Calcutta who's working on a topic. And she's never left India. Mm. Why would she? It's a continent in itself. And they don't care about Brexit. Mm. Mm. So mm. get it like they don't. There's huge things happening in that country that I'm 
ashamed to say I d- didn't know really much about it before I started talking to her. But I think there are all of the topics will be as significant as each other, only they won't have the same format. Mm. They just will have different. It will be a different layout, but mm. it's really hard to make a global newspaper, which is what's happening right now. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, I never expected. Um, yeah, because actually, if you think about it, newspapers are per continent, or per country, or per town. They're not global. Mm. I mean, maybe mm. there is one. Like maybe the New York Times is, but then there the topics are re- are really like spread out. So it's not it's not following a really specific um like it it will just change and maybe it will become like a huge encyclopedia or something well so so let's talk about this so on the way to this encyclopedia then so you printed 400 copies of this first one and it's tabloid size um with that single fold in the middle you mentioned good trouble before do you think that you would go bigger to a bigger format like that do you think you'd print more copies what what, what are the what are the plans um no I think we're going to stick with this size because it's just it's comfortable for, it's comfortable for me at the moment to work with that I think bigger kind of might employ more text which I'm not I'm not wanting I've also considered printing a tiny version have you seen the tiny versions of the guardian no or is it the Guardian? One of the one of the newspapers here have like the it's like this size. You see people reading on the tube. Oh, right, like there's like the eye, like the yeah. which used to be from the Independent, and yeah, now yeah. it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's this size, and it's mini. And we did consider that, but then I thought it looked too like a zine. Mm-hmm. And hot potato is not a zine, a zine, and it's yeah, it's convenient, and you can put it like if it's tiny, you can put it in your bag. But I kind of think this size is is a is a reading size. Mm-hmm. If it's smaller, I feel like you pick it up and you put it in your bag for later, but you never actually read it. <laughs> you know, because you're like, this is so convenient, it fits right in my bag. Yeah, but and habitated. it never comes out again. No, but weirdly, weirdly enough, most people I've spoken to have read all of us. And I'm like, that's exactly what it well, was. But I mean, it's very, it's, that's, that's, it's very readable. I mean, the, you know, you've got like, what was it, nine subjects. Yeah. You've got, so each subject is like one spread. So, I mean, it's very like, it's quick to get through. Yeah, it is quick. It's, it's supposed to be. Like when, when I first talked, when I came up with the idea as a newspaper, I, was, I said to my friends in work, I was like, why isn't there a newspaper that young people like us can understand? Because we are in fashion and it's a bubble, really. Like, you know, why is there nothing out there? And how can you, obviously, we've already talked about that, but how can you make it like something that young people can consume easily? So you, you've got the plans then for the next issue. When are we likely to see that one come out? It's going to come out in June, I think around um, like mid-June, mm-hmm. early to mid-June. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Okay, so, so we know that Brexit's going to be in there. What, what else can we expect to see in there? Well, I recently did kind of thought I, there was two topics but I can't say even though I'd like to because they're really cool for doing it but there's two publications that were born around the same time of, as Hot Potato and they deal with really specific um, disciplines themselves and <clears throat> this is the same concept as Hot Potato only <coughs> just one discipline each and I was like why don't I just get them to cover the topic you know like just get them so there there's two other publications who are covering a topic each nice and oh and I also like like to link with them because they were you know they've done the same thing at the same time mm. so we're all like the same level and stuff 
and I'm yeah it's gonna just be I think it's gonna be much bigger and I'm gonna do I, I have I have a girl in a journalist in Dublin who's doing a research piece on the death of the of the newspaper mm, she's right. gonna do a series of interviews and things like that all right well we'll be looking forward to seeing that one when it comes out in June thank you so much thanks for having me <laughs> Okay, that's all for this week. Thanks very much to Nisha for coming over and speaking to me. I really like the idea of her collaborating with other independent magazines that launched around the same time as Hot Potato and drawing on their expertise to explore new topics in this next issue. So really looking forward to seeing that one coming out in June. Uh, If you've enjoyed this episode, please do follow us wherever you get your podcasts so we can keep on delivering new ones to you each week. And of course, if you've got a long drive coming up, or maybe a lot of housework to do this weekend, you should check out our archives on SoundCloud or iTunes for a proper bit of binge listening. We've got tons of independent magazines in there speaking about the stuff that they do. Okay, all that's left to say is thanks very much to you for listening to this one and we'll be back with another episode next week.